This is the Evolve Marriage Podcast, episode 41, first episode of 2022. Today we're talking about how to set goals as a couple and make sure you crush them. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hey. Happy New Year. Hello, 2022 version of you. Yeah. And 2022 is going to be a big year. 2021 was a big year. Yeah, it was a big year. Yeah, we there, we crushed it. So much crushed happened. It. I hope you guys crushed it as well. I mm-hmm. hope that you guys really were able to see all the greatness you created in your life, all the successes you had. I hope you're able to listen to our last episode and really put that into perspective. Because too many times people are just ready to move on from all the negative stuff mm-hmm. in the rearview mirror. And they forget all the absolutely amazing stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like a freight train just like going forward, forgetting to look at the scenery. Exactly. It's easy for us to think about problems. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But today, today we're talking about goal setting. Yes. Setting the goals for those of you who are like, but I need a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Here it is. I need to achieve something in order to feel value in my life. This is the episode for that. Yeah. People are like that. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) (laughs) We actually, people don't know this, but we try to put the minimum effort to get the maximum amount of results yeah you know what i think that we're succeeding at it i know and we've been trying to lower the time you know the amount of time it takes for us to have sex we've been really successful 29 (laughs) seconds was our record and continuing to lower that eventually we'll be able to look at each other and have a fulfilling sexual experience wait time out eric are you working on this goal all by yourself (laughs) (laughs) i was not aware that's what's been (laughs) happening oh god i love it off the rails already (laughs) so in all honesty today we're talking about Goal setting. setting. Yeah. One of the things that we find with couples is typically they're unclear. They're unclear about exactly what they want to create. So the conversation is around, I want to set goals. I want to have the conversation with my spouse about goals, but I don't really know what that looks like. And they're really focused on solving problems, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want this to happen. I want to stop this behavior. I want to fix this. And oftentimes they're unwilling to take action as a couple, but even a spouse is unwilling to come into the conversation Until they know exactly what they need to do. Absolutely. And I think oftentimes because Mm -hmm. we think this conversation is challenging, right? We have to try to agree on something. Mm -hmm. It might get heavy. It might be about all the problems we have in our marriages. We avoid it because it's too intimidating. And if we avoid these conversations that we think are Mm -hmm. tough, which don't have to be tough, they can really be a lot of fun. But if we think they're tough and we avoid them, We just kind of fall back into the status quo. Right. right? And something coming up for me right now is a lot of times I won't bring something up because I'm afraid that you're going to disagree with it or you're going to agree with it. And then it's going to be like, what? Like, oh, Eric, I need to lose 10 pounds in the new year. And you're like, yeah. Mm, And then I'm like, what? Wow. You think I'm fat? That would be hard. It's like, oh, wow. So I think it's difficult, too, to bring things up because I'm like afraid of you know, what, what's your reaction going to be? What if right. I say I'm going to lose 10 pounds and you agree with me? Or what if I say I'm going to lose 10 pounds and then you're like, oh, Kate, like, come on. Like, you've been trying to do that for years now. Like, let's just like move on from that. Like, what if you think it's stupid? <laughs> like, yeah. I know for me, that's something that stops me often from talking to you about setting goals because I'm afraid of the judgment that might come of it. And also, I mean, there, there must be this part of you, which I, I think a lot of couples face this is, what if I share what I want to do? What if I share the goal that I want? And it's a big goal and it's something I want to move towards. And my spouse says, I don't want that. Right. right. What does that mean for our marriage? 
what we want you to do as a listener is to start creating goals for yourself, but also for your marriage mm-hmm. together, right? It's really important that you have this conversation. So it doesn't mean that you have to agree on the actions you're each going to take or you have to actually do these things together, but it's really important to have this conversation to see how you can support each other in creating this beautiful life that you dream of. Mm-hmm. And it's really important to think about this is going to be challenging. We are going to grow from this. So it is important to kind of aim big, aim high, and then start to dial it back and taking small, simple actions as we're moving towards that. The most important part is that you have the conversation. Exactly. Because if you're lone wolfing this, if you're trying to lose that 10 pounds, but you haven't mentioned it to your spouse, and then your spouse, you know, brings you out for a date at some fast food restaurant, and you're like, oh, like, I've been working on this, and he doesn't respect me, and he's not respecting what I'm working on. It's like, wait, like, no, you haven't told him that this is what you're working on. So it's very important for you to mention it to your spouse. Not so he starts making you salads every day and, and, you know, knocks out burgers from your hand, but so that, you know, when you are doing things and when he is planning things for you or you're doing things together, that it's on his mind as well as yours that, hey, I'm working towards this and this is something I want to succeed at. And I know you can help me just by respecting the fact that I'm doing this. You don't have to do anything actively, but just respecting the fact and knowing that I'm doing it is enough. You know, for me, at least as you're saying that, like, I want to support you. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to help you achieve your dreams and your goals. Right. Because I love you and I want you to experience success. Yes. So it's a beautiful way for you to let me into your world and then for me to support you and feel great about supporting you. Right. Because that validates me and my idea as a husband mm-hmm. is, hey, I'm this husband who's helping out his wife with her goals and I can't do that. Unless you're clear about what you desire. Yeah, and if I'm doing it secretly, I might get frustrated. You know, I might fall off the wagon one day and then and then be frustrated. And Eric's like, what is going on with you? Like, you Mm. seem so cranky. And and he won't understand that it's because, ah, you know, I had a I had a weekend where I cheated a little too much. Like, so, yeah, I think it's definitely a very important conversation to have together. Yeah. So as we're having this conversation, we're going to talk to you about three common mistakes that couples in general typically make when they're goal setting. Um, things that we want you to think about. And then as usual, end a podcast with a big idea and challenge you, right? Yeah. To take action on this because you need to be the catalyst for your own change in your marriage. Just do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the first mistake is couples in general are focused on fixing, you know, quote unquote, bad things in their marriage as a goal. They're focused on moving away from something. They're like, how do we stop this? How do we move away from a bad thing? Not do this anymore. Exactly. Right. And it's so easy to fall into that. And sometimes as your goal setting, I mean, even as we were planning the episode, I was like, oh, you know, like an example of this would be, and I did it. I fell into it like because I said the word stop or because I said I don't want this. And it's so easy to fall into that trap of what I don't want Mm -hmm. instead of what I want and what I want to move towards. Yeah. And the reason this is so important is because you know, I'm sure you've all heard the line, what you resist persists. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you set a goal that, hey, we're going to stop fighting, which by the way, it's not a realistic goal, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're going to have conflict in a marriage. We don't have to talk about that, but. but I this, think we we already have. Yeah. Let's say, episodes. right. So let's say <laughs> your goal is to stop fighting. Well, if all you can think about is stop fighting, your brain is going to start to search for fights. It's going to start mm-hmm. for search for conflict. And it's going to be very aware of conflict because it's going to try to avoid it at all costs. So because you're confirmation bias, you're going to go through your life and you're just going to search for that. So mm-hmm. as soon as you're, maybe you open up to your husband about something or your wife about something 
and they respond in a negative way, you're going to say, oh, here it comes. Here's the fight. Here, yeah. here it's coming. I failed I at my goal. I failed my goal. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's really important that you start moving towards, which we're going to talk a bit about. You know, one of the common mistakes, couples are focused on the problem and what they need to fix mm-hmm. instead of what they need to move towards. The second big thing is we plan to do too much all at once. Right. right? This was me for a long time. Sometimes I still fall into this. <laughs> you know, here's the 10,000 things I'm going to do in the first week of And here's the 10,000 ways I'm going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I got list yeah. after lists. Yeah. And all these plans. And I start one day. If I don't get my 10,000 things done, you know what? Screw it all. It's yeah. Gone. And this is not only overwhelming for the person who's planning the school, but it's overwhelming for the people who are living in the home with a person You're like that. You're trying to tell me something here. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to tell Eric five years ago something. So listen, Eric, five years ago. No, it, it's very overwhelming. Like when mm-hmm. you used to come up to me and you were like, hey, I'm going to eat healthier. And then I was like, oh, great. So I'm cutting out carbs. I'm cutting out this. I'm cutting out that. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm also walking every day. I'm not going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to, we need to buy more greens. We're going to start buying organic. We're going to yeah. go and shop only here. And it's like, holy moly. So then I'm like, I'm going to make dinner tonight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how do I make dinner? <laughs> so many That's rules. just one part of my 16 point health <laughs> Oh yeah, goal. that was like the first that part. And then like <laughs> later that day, he's like, I'm also organizing the entire house. And then the other part is I'm also going to, you know, start doing this more. And it's like, holy manoli. That's like a lot. It's a lot. We're going to need at least a dozen more therapy sessions to work through <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah. So much drama. I'm in the corner right now. But So, so yeah, exactly what Kate's talking about, right, is we try to do too much and then overwhelm ourselves and in this case, overwhelm our spouse and our families. <laughs> um, and we end up just throwing in the towel, yeah, right? We're like, hard. if I can't it's do hundred percent of what I'm planning, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm not doing it at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a lot of people do this is they go too big and they do too big of a flex. And if they can't make it consistently, perfectly all the time, they give up altogether, exactly. right? It's totally one or the other. Mm-hmm. And so that's a common mistake that often people jump into. And then the last one is this idea that you need to work on your goals together. Mm-hmm. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't set goals together. This doesn't mean that you can't have goals for your marriage. I'm talking about those couples that they have to do everything at the same pace. They have to do every action together. They have to make an agreement. And typically this comes from a place of codependence. It's I need you to agree on this. We need to do this together so that if I fall behind, you're picking me up. And it almost becomes this this contract between the two of you, which inevitably puts a lot of weight to the goal. And it puts a lot of weight on your marriage. Mm -hmm. right? And it's really natural to fall into this because I think that we tend to do this because it creates this false sense of security. Mm -hmm. It creates this false sense of like, well, at least I know that if I'm not doing it alone and, you know, if we're losing that 10 pounds together, like it's going to be easier because we're both going to be eating better and we're both going to be doing it. If he fails, then it gives me permission to kind of fail a little bit. But what happens then is you often can't see past what your partner is doing and you're hardly focusing on yourself anymore because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you know, well, he did that. So now I have permission to do that. Or, oh my gosh, he's doing it like so much better than me. Like, oh, I need to do it better. I need to do it more. I need to do more. So it's like you start comparing and it just creates this pressure on your relationship and on your partner that isn't necessary. 
So again, right, like we want you to do goals together. And it's really important. We're going to talk about exactly how to do that. But here we're specifically talking about, as Kate said, you know, this idea of comparison, we have to do this together. It has to be the same. Mm -hmm. And if you're not doing it, well, I'm not doing I'm it. I'm not doing it yeah. either. If you're not going to lose 10 pounds, there's no way I can, because if I can't, you know, you're going to have junk food in the house and we're not go but both going to be eating the salads. Like, that's not fair. I'm not doing it. Yeah, exactly. So those are really the three mistakes, right? You typically are focused on fixing what's broken. You do way too much all at once and fall off. And then lastly, this idea that you need to do everything together all the time if you're going to succeed and set a goal. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do here now is we want to give you a way to sit down, have a conversation and really get clear about your goals so you can achieve them, mm -hmm. right? So this is a framework that you can use. You can literally write this down, you follow along and you can bring this to your marriage in order to open up this conversation about goals, get really clear on it and make sure that it stays front and center throughout 2022. Or if, I mean, if you want to set goals every three months, great too, right? Mm -hmm. So number one, the first thing you want to think about is what is an area of growth you would like to focus on for yourself personally as a spouse that impacts your marriage? And what is an area of growth you want to focus on for your marriage? So you and your partner together, growing together. Mm -hmm. So what is an area of growth that you want to do individually? And what is an area of growth that you want to do as a couple? For right? your marriage. For your marriage. And so that's really what the first thing you want to talk about. Now, both of you, you each want to bring one of these to the conversation. Right. right? So in this case, I would have one for myself and I would have one for our marriage. Mm -hmm. And Kate would have one for herself and Kate would have one for our marriage. Yeah. Kind of write it down on a piece of paper. Come ready, prepared for that meeting. The business meeting. That's right. The yeah, setting exactly. the goals business oh, sounds meeting. Sounds heavy already. But <laughs> so what you want to do here is you don't want to wait for your partner to come up with an idea for your marriage because you need to really get clear about what you desire for your marriage, mm -hmm, right? Exactly. What you want to do as a couple. Mm -hmm. This is where the idea is the dreaming starts. And so instead of coming to the conversation, be like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? No, bring something ready and have your partner bring something for them too. And you might actually be surprised by what they want. Right? It might be totally different. And that's great. Maybe you can do both. It's awesome. Exactly. And there's no right or wrong thing you can dream mm -hmm. of for your marriage. Because if Eric wants something that's totally different than what I want, if his focus is on, you know, creating more intimacy and my focus is on having more dates, well, really, we can probably do both mm -hmm. because one will lead to the other. Right. So don't be discouraged if when your partner comes, it's something completely different from things you've been talking about lately or things you thought they would bring, you know, be ready and be willing to receive anything that they're willing to bring to the conversation. Yeah, hundred percent. And instead of immediately going into, well, we can't do that because mm -hmm. start thinking about, we can do this if, and that is really about creation, what you want to move towards, mm -hmm. which is a really, really important way to approach a conversation. Yeah, I like that. The second part, right, of this conversation is get really clear about what success looks like in those two areas. So mm -hmm. if your area of growth is, or I want to go on more trips, well, what does success look like, right? What would be happening in your life right. if you felt we crush this? This felt amazing. We're doing really good. What does that mean? Maybe it's the number of vacations you take. Maybe it's the type of vacations you take. Maybe it's the amount of vacations you take only as a couple without the kids. Whatever your measure is, think about exactly what success is in this area of growth for you. Right. Because if you come in and you say, you know, your goal ends up being, I want more intimacy in my marriage. Well, you're never going to know whether or not you achieve that because it's not specific enough. Mm -hmm. It's if I want more intimacy in my marriage, 
what does that look like? Well, to me, it looks like either cuddling or having sex every night. Like whether we're having, if we're not having sex, we're cuddling. If we're having sex, well, we can also cuddle, but, (laughs) but that's what it needs to look like for me to feel like I have more intimacy in my marriage. That's right. And that's the measure you want. And so a really great question, a great way to frame this is to think about, I will go from current state to desired state within time limit, Mm -hmm. right? So an example would be, you know, I will go from having intercourse once a week with my spouse to having intercourse three times a week over the first two months of 2022 or until, you know, whatever. Right. And that's just an example. And right? then we're going to move to seven times a week. Right. Exactly. I'm just kidding. Exactly. But maybe it's not even what I'm saying, too, is maybe it's not even the times. Right. Maybe it's I will initiate sex twice a week in 2022. So I will go from initiating sex zero times a week or once a week or once a month. Mm-hmm. to initiating sex twice a week in 2022, right? And that starts this week. So just get really clear about what your current state is. And it has to be clear. It has to be specific. And then get clear about what your desired end state is. And so the next step is you want to think about what are two or three things that you can do daily or weekly in order to make that goal a reality. Right. So if right? we go back to the vacation example, you could be saying, you know, Daily, I'll be putting away $5 in order to save up for this vacation. Or weekly, I could look at a travel destination that we could go to. And so those are tangible, weekly, daily things that I can do in order to move me closer to my goal of vacations with my spouse. Yeah, that's right. And you can extend that to daily, weekly, monthly, and whatever needs to happen. But think about this idea of breaking it down in small bite-sized pieces over Mm -hmm. time, right? So what you want to do here is you want to get clear about what your goal is, and then you want to break it down into the small actionable steps daily, weekly, or even monthly if you Mm -hmm. have to, right? That's what you want to think about. What are two or three things you can do daily or weekly in order to make those goals a reality? And the last thing is what are one or two ways my spouse could help me, and this is where you want to make a request of them, with these daily or weekly habits. Be very careful because it still is your responsibility to take action. So do Mm -hmm. not make the action you're taking dependent on whether or not your partner fulfills the request you've made of them. Right. And earlier you changed your uh, goal, right? You had first, you said, I'll have sex two to three times a week. And because that's so dependent on your spouse in order to have sex or in order to have Mm. intercourse, that's a great point. I need to have another person to accept the intercourse. Right. So, If my goal is to have intercourse two to three times a week, it's very dependent on my spouse. Mm -hmm. So if my spouse is unwilling to go that route with me and I request of them like, hey, love, my goal is to have intercourse two to three times a week. You know, so can you, you know, be accepting of that intercourse two or three times a week? Well, that's a huge ask for somebody. And it's like kind of an impossible thing to promise like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty dysfunctional request. Exactly. So being very careful, not only with the goals you're setting. So you did change that from having sex two to three times a week to um, initiating two to three times a week, yeah. which is a huge difference. Yeah, I so. Agree. Something I could request there would be, I'm going to initiate two to three times a week. Would it be possible um, in order to help me that you accept maybe once 
one of those two to three requests. Do you think that's too much to ask somebody? I do. Yeah. I think it would probably be more along the lines of like, (laughs) my request would be, I'm, I'm planning to initiate two to three times a week. If I request and you're not in the mood, can you be honest about it? Right. And be kind about it. Is that something you're willing to do? I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Much better than. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I think it See, really is. See, it takes is so much practice, guys. 100%. Yeah, we're kind of like winging it here. But, yeah. but I 100% agree. I think it's important for you to be clear about. And that's what the conversation is all about, right? right? Because it's possible that when you request, your partner might be like, no. But you really think about this idea of it is up to your partner whether or not they want to help you. Mm-hmm. And for you as the partner, right? Think about not taking on this responsibility for your partner's goals but just be open to supporting them in any way you can. Like, yeah, right. I want to bring that into awareness. 100% I'll try to think about that. Doesn't mean I'm going to make it do that 100% every time. Sometimes I might be a little more curt when I tell you no, but I am going to create awareness around that. I appreciate exactly. you sharing it. Exactly. If we really recap the four steps, number one is you want to think about the area of growth for yourself and for your marriage. You want to bring mm-hmm. that to the conversation. The next thing you want to do is you really want to get clear about what success looks like in those areas. The next thing is you want to think about two or three things you can do daily or weekly in order to move that. So this is where we want to really cut this down into bite-sized chunks and kind of gamify this, right? So, hey, if I do these two things, you know, daily or weekly, well, over time, I will get closer and closer and closer to my goal. And that's really, really important because that way you don't get overwhelmed. And then lastly, you want to think about what are one or two ways that your partner can support you in this goal and request that of them. Make time on your calendar to work on this conversation, to have this conversation with your spouse. Make sure you plan a time that works for both of you. Come prepared, come with your notes and your ideas and your dreams and have that conversation. Set those goals together. So that's it for us today. Good luck with setting your 2022 goals. We both know you're going to crush this. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So for everything we do, check us out on EvolveMarriage.com. Uh, All the information of everything we do will also be in the show notes. Please subscribe and most importantly, share this episode if you know somebody who's going to get some value out of it and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It always helps us get our message out there. We really, really want to impact couples all over the world and we need your help for that. Until next week, we'll chat again soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We love you. (laughs) 